Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Looking for Love in All the Wrong Dust Jackets, a show where three cool friends talk to you about everything they like in romance, whether that's books, movies, TV shows, whatever we're feeling. My name's Liz. I'm Danny. And I'm Wiggles. And welcome to the show. Today, we're going to review, talk to you about the new movie starring Brandy, Best Christmas Ever. Uh, But before we get into that, uh, we got to talk to you about, well, more importantly, we have to warn you. We have to let you know that we are crass. We're unhinged. We're going to say whatever we're thinking and feeling, and we're going to use all the words in the English language to do it. And well, maybe not all of them, but a lot of them. Most it will of... be splendiferous. <laughs> splendiferous. <laughs> Exuberant even. <laughs> so I want to catch up. What have you guys been up to? What have you guys been reading? Watching? Do one with your time. Staring into the abyss, wondering what we're all doing here. Does the abyss stare back at you? Doesn't have eyes, Liz. Are you sure about that? It stares back at me. What are you doing wrong? (laughs) (laughs) So I am still listening to the audiobook for It. I forgot that it is like a 40-hour audiobook. Mm. So I've been listening to it. And then I went on an anime binge this weekend. Ooh, tell me about the stuff you watched. So I watched Yu Yu Hakusho. I've never watched it. It's one of my favorites. It's about a, and this is not really a spoiler because it happens in the first three seconds of the first episode. So it's about a 14-year-old boy who's kind of a thug and he gets killed. And he gets killed because he pushes a little boy out of the way so that he doesn't get hit by a car. Mm. And because he did this act of kindness, the, the Grim Reaper and the ruler of Spirit World decide to give him another chance to try to come back. And so he's dead for the like first four episodes. And then he comes back. But when he comes back, he's made the spirit detective of Earth. So he's got to track down demons and, and shit. And he has the cutest relationship because they're constantly being like, no, no. Him and Kate, and she's like a goody goody little girl, but she, and he's a punk who everybody is scared of. Like all the kids in school and stuff and, and shit are scared of him. And she beats him every fucking time and it cracks me up. But yeah, I, I really like that show. Also, I'm, we all have an anime boyfriend. True, true statements. I'm sorry, I don't. Fail <sighs> sauce wiggles. Look, I'm nerdy about so many things. Anime just really isn't the one. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, you, you know, you can't ha- you can't hold all of them at once. I need to get back into anime. But my anime boyfriend is in Yu Yu Hakusho. Hmm. His name is Karama, and I love him. Yeah, anime sometimes is cool, and sometimes it's weird. Yeah, so you never really know what you're gonna get. It's true. Wiggles, what have you been up to? Oh, I did some things. <laughs> I finally, finally, like, finished the last few chapters I had of Red, White, and Royal Blue. You started that, like, forever ago. You can't trust me to get books done on time unless I have a needed <laughs> deadline. It won't happen. Uh, I do them at a weird pace because I never know. Like, my mood changes so much that you can't you can't trust me. I might, like, start the day going... I'm going to read this horror book. And by the end of the day, I'll be like, absolutely not. Let's change it to Disney Channel. Like, there's just no, it's chaos in here. Um, (laughs) Anyway, uh, so I did that. Good four stars. Feel feel good about it. But also, you know, I'm not in love with it. It Right. It was good. It was fine. What was five fucking stars? 
I finished Part of Your World by Abby Jimenez. I have that on my shelf. So here's the thing. If you don't already know this, if you have a Spotify premium account, you get so many hours of free audiobooks. So I started it in November and then they were like, you're out of hours. And I was like, fuck you. How dare you? So then I had to wait until today and then I mainlined it at work. (laughs) (laughs) Just so we're like... Just so people understand, because it, it does have some spice in it. I I find myself often working in my office all by myself. So <laughs> that's why I can do that. But yeah, no, it was amazing. It was a five-star read for sure. Also, I love her TikToks. So yes, looking forward to reading more of her books. And then I also finished Baldur's Gate 3. And I have thoughts, and they're consuming me, and I don't know what to do with them. She can't share them with us because we haven't played the game. What did you do this week? I did things. Yay. (laughs) I read My Killer Vacation by Tessa Bailey. It was like a a 3.5. It has potential, and Mm -hmm. I have all of my thoughts out on our blog, so you can find that at wrongdustjackets.com, but... The premise of it is this second grade teacher goes on vacation with her brother to Cape Cod. They rent a house. They're going to do all the touristy shit. Mm -hmm. And they get into the house that they rented and the owner is dead. Oh, shit. Like he got shot in the head. So. Oh, my. Yeah. So it's a it's a romance slash murder mystery because then a bounty bounty hunter is hired by the owner's sister to dig into who the the murderer could be because she doesn't believe the police are doing their job. And of course, it's a grumpy sunshine. It's like, I'm the cute little, I, I, I teach kids. And then the bounty hunter's like, I drive a Harley. And so there's you that. You do love a grumpy sunshine. I do. I prefer a reverse grumpy sunshine. Yes, you do. For reasons. The only thing was, it was way too short. It was way too insta-love. Mm. Like mm. insta-lust is fine. The insta-love, I'm like... Bitch, you guys have known each other for three days. Mm-hmm. What are you you doing? don't know the shit that annoys you yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I finally finished American Queen by Sierra Simone. Uh, Sierra Simone is the author of Priest. I think that's the book that everybody like knows her for. It was, it was like a 2.5. Mm. And here's the reason. A, it's not love. There is very little romance. It is obsession. The mm. age gap is cringy. The main character I think is 25. And she ends up marrying, and you find that out right away, the American president who is 36 or 37. That's not the problem. They first meet when she's fucking 16. No. Nope. Nope. And all they do is kiss at that point, but they are obsessed with each other. And they keep running into each other over and over and over again. Yeah, I don't like that. Because So I don't have a problem with age gaps when they start at an appropriate age. Yeah, right. Like, I, until you said that, you know, they met when she was 16, I was not having an issue so much because she was 25. She's squarely in adult territory at that point. And I didn't have an issue going into the book because I knew there was an age gap and I was like, oh, that's appropriate. It's 10-ish years. She's 25, maybe a little young to be dating somebody who's in their mid 30s. But yeah, they met when she was 16. Yeah. And they kissed then. Mm -hmm. And then they are just like obsessed with each other nope 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 gross hate it yeah and when we finally do get to the spice it is it's full of degradation and Mm -hmm. if you're into that that's fine but it is 
uncomfortable some of the scenes to read oh it takes it to a level that's not and it's not even the actual degradation it's just the way some of it is written is so graphic Mm. which i don't mind graphic sex scenes but it's just like the the descriptions of like the pain she feels while she takes takes it and shit and i'm just like this is uncomfortable this does not feel like a sex scene anymore like a, like a good spicy scene this feels it pushed it to a level that you were not comfortable with uh-huh uh-huh yeah you know what i found though in in reading some of those is the line is is not straight it is like more like a wave yeah like uh, there are things that i'm like no fuck no this is terrible i can't read this what the fuck and then there are other things where i'm like "Hmm?" and i i I can't define it as i exclusively do not like this thing right same because i don't mind degradation i don't mind dom sub Mm -hmm. all of that uh but there 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 definitely comes a line this book reminded me a lot of 50 shades of gray if you cranked the fuck out of the spice Mm. like i mean turn it all the way up to 11 it takes a minute to get there but once it gets there it just shoots through the stratosphere Hmm. you know what but it just flies a little too close to the sun fair enough well (laughs) uh um i've got no good transition so i'm just gonna say let's talk about the best christmas ever yeah let's go the opposite direction because it's not even close so a little bit to know about this movie is it stars 90s favorites. It's got Heather Graham, who you probably know from Austin Powers. It's got Brandy, who you probably know from the show Brandy <laughs> or <laughs> or from from Cinderella. So or her music. There's all of those options. It's it's got Matt Sendo. Zendo, I think. I don't know. If I'm butchering that, my apologies, because I probably am. I have never seen his face before, but no. he's hot. So he's got he's that very going hot. for him. And it's got uh, Jason Briggs, who is known for fucking a pie. So <laughs> naturally, we should put all these people together in a family Christmas movie. Big facts. If you are going into this movie thinking that it's going to be a romance, and you would be justified in thinking so because it's advertised as a romance... It it's not. It is not. It's really not. No. This is what happens when we cold watch things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, it says right on the thing, if you if you Google it, right at uh-huh. the top, it says comedy slash romance. Right. And the cover has both couples on it because there's two two couples in this. And so like, okay, comedy, romance, rom-com, something like that. Okay, Netflix. Okay. I I did think at one point though that they were going to be swingers, and I was like, "This is going to get so much more interesting." I totally <laughs> I know I did too. <laughs> I I literally have a note right here that's I thought they were going to be swingers, or this was going to be a polyamorous thing. Yes. Maybe I'm reading too many romance books. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they really played up the thought, the fact that the our main gal, and I cannot remember her name right now, Jackie or the other one, the other one, um, Charlotte, Charlotte. They really played up, played up the fact that she thought that Jackie's husband was hot because he, he is, is, but she was really eye fucking him. Yeah, same, bro. I mean, same. Um, yeah, I mean, his his physique was one of the highlights of the movie. Let's be completely honest. I I wanted to do things. <laughs> Should we maybe <laughs> talk about what this movie's about? Sure, if you yet? can define it. I can define it. 
watch this. Okay, I'm that's ready. When, that's when you roll a natural two. That's an that's an inside joke, or a joke of anybody who knows NADPOD. <laughs> so, uh, in this movie, Charlotte and her husband, who's played by Jason Briggs, is it Biggs or Briggs? Genuinely, I think it's Biggs. Would I have to look Biggs. it up to know. I know him as the guy who fucked a pie and Piper Chapman's husband. Biggs. Yeah. <laughs> Biggs. Okay. So Charlotte and Rob are prepping for Christmas. They're going to go to her sister's house. They're not very excited about this. And then they get in the mail the Sanders Christmas newsletter. If you're one of those families or people who knows or does Christmas newsletters, you know what that's all about. And their kids, specifically their oldest son, Grant, reads it and is like, oh my gosh, this family sounds so cool. This is your old friend, mom. She's like, yeah, and not very excited. And so, she used to date dad. Mm-hmm. Yes. So Jackie Sanders used to date Rob back in college and was Charlotte's best friend or really close friend. Grant, the kid, is supposed to put in the GPS the address to the sister's house. They've not been to this new house. She just moved. That's a key point because I thought, like, how could you fuck up the address this bad? Instead, he puts in the address to the Sanders family, and they show up there uh, last minute a few days before Christmas and are like, what the fuck? How did we get here? And Jackie opens the door and goes, oh, my God, you're here. Stay. And then they get snowed in, and they're stuck there for several days, and they have to endure Christmas together. So I'm going to, I'm just going to be up front <laughs> with anyone who's listening. I have almost no positives to say. And one of them is that nothing about this plot makes any sense or is cohesive or goes together or is even like a nice vignette. Like none of it makes sense. For example, Liz mentions they are snowed in, but then they have a heated driveway and all of the snow's melted. And apparently the snow plows are amazing here. So they're not actually snowed in, which means they can fucking leave, which means none of this makes sense afterwards. Right. Correct. Like, and they do, that's one example, but they do this throughout the entire movie where they're like, we're going to set up an obstacle and then we're going to magically make it go away. And we're not going to address the fact that because that obstacle's not there anymore, there's no reason for them to be here anymore. Right. Correct. Insanity. My first big plot hole thing. Why would you let that kid put in the address? Right. He was 10 at the most, maybe 11. Well, I guess I could see that actually, but my, my, I couldn't get it through my head of as they're driving and they're like, wow, this is taking a really long time. Nobody stops and looks at the address. Nobody is like, are we going the wrong way? This doesn't seem right. Right. Like, and Nobody what time of day it. did they leave? It was bright out. It was day. Yeah. And they're saying that they arrived at midnight. Yeah. You would have had to have stopped for gas, even if you left at five o'clock and it wasn't, the sun was not setting. No, no. it was not. Also, so... I understand her sister moved and all of that. They don't really know where they're going. But I don't know about you guys, but I usually at least have a general idea of the direction that I should be heading. Right. For instance, family vacation. Went to my uncle's new lake house last year while listening to a spicy novel. Yay. I knew the direction I was going. I didn't exactly know where I was going, but like I knew where I was supposed to be going-ish. And don't you look it up ahead of time? Yes. Like you still use the GPS to drive there, but you've looked it up at least once to figure out how long it's going to take you, roughly where you're going so you can plan. Well, the the thing is not like these are GPSs of old. The ones on your phone 
are you're able to look up play-by-play direction so at some point when you're like oh this is taking a really long time you might think oh i'm gonna check and make sure we didn't make a wrong turn or something right like what why are you trusting your phone so implicitly (laughs) right also it's not like jackie lives in the same town as her sister either no so they probably went in completely the opposite direction. Right. Like you, when you come into a town, most of them say now entering town. And also when you enter an address in your phone, it says five hours to get there. Yeah. So again, if you would have looked it up ahead of time because you would want to know how long it's going to take you to get there, mm-hmm. you would be like, okay, it's going to take me five and a half hours to drive to this other town where my sister lives. And at some point you would have looked at your phone and your phone would have been like, oh no, it says it's five hours but we've been driving for two hours what the fuck is going on my only thought thought process is maybe and this is a big maybe maybe they were letting the kid give them directions from the phone the entire time I don't but think that still that's wouldn't true. make sense to me no it wouldn't the kid was passed out that can't possibly no no it, it just doesn't make sense the math is not mathing and so from the get your premise is already fucking flawed and if you wanted an excuse to get her there, maybe it's they're they're driving to her sister's house and they're like, wow, this weather's getting really bad. Who do we know that lives near here? And he goes, I know, Jackie. And she's right. like, anyone else but her. And he's like, do you want to keep driving in this? There's no hotels open. We got to go somewhere. That That's a premise that makes sense. Gets you there in just as much time. Yep. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And it saves us from having to have them wake up and be snowed in. We already know they're going to be snowed in because the storm is terrible, right? Yeah. If that much snow dropped overnight when there was nothing happening at fucking midnight. Right? What the fuck? We live in the Midwest. We know snow. Well, okay. I will say it looks like they're in like Colorado. True. And snow there is different. Yeah. True. Yeah. And then we get to your whole driveway thing, which I was like, what the fuck is this? If if you get snowed in so much that you can't leave the next day. It's piled over top of their car. Yeah, you can't even get to the car. And then literally, what was it, like a handful of hours later, the driveway is completely melted. They can get to the car and the roads like, are plowed. Yeah. It's like, like, okay, cool. Driveways do kids, exist, but they don't work like that. Right. Yeah, it doesn't work that quickly. Not with fucking a foot and a half of snow on it. No. And in fact, if they do have a heated driveway, then it should have taken a long time for that snow to stick and so when it got to the point that it sticked it was sticking to ice yeah Yeah. none of this makes sense at fucking all no just just getting to the premise (laughs) and then they didn't leave and then they didn't leave when they very easily could like if you can drive into town you can drive somewhere else yeah Yeah. and the main conflict here is that charlotte doesn't believe that Jackie's life is as happy and amazing as her newsletter makes out. To which I say, who the fuck cares? Right. Even if it wasn't as amazing as she like makes it out in the newsletter or whatever, who the fuck cares? Let her be happy. Let her lie to people about their fucking life. Who gives a shit? It's a holiday card. Well, the idea is is it's all her own internal problems like Jackie isn't actually her quote-unquote enemy in this it's just a place for her to put her like anger and disappointment about her own life well she's supposed to be a Clark Griswold keeping up with the Joneses kind of character and she fails at it epically like it does not come close to being that because 
like, yes, she's doing all these things that could be zany, but they really just seem problematic because one thing that's wrong with the entire movie is the pacing makes no, like the pacing is terrible. It's like just cuts to information and then cuts to different information that is not relevant. It's just none of that works. But then like, She's an asshole the whole time and not a lovable asshole. She is not Steve Carell from The Office. She is, she's that person that you're like, if I ever see her again, it's on site. On site. Because she's being a dick the whole time. And to somebody who does not deserve it, like she's literally rolled out the fucking red carpet for this entire family at a moment's notice because they showed up on your doorstep. I'd have not that chill if somebody just showed up on my doorstep and it's like, hey, we're going to spend Christmas here. No. No, the fuck you ain't. Well, Brandy's character is also confusing as fuck. Yes. Because she seems to not have anything but two emotions. And that's disappointment in her friend when she does something that she's not happy with. And I'm going to be happy no matter what. And yeah. I am so fake that you would think I'm a Stepford wife. And I love that movie. So uncomfortable. I think that the ideas in this movie could be funny. Yeah. If they were played as if these characters were real people and not weird robot people. <laughs> well, the thing with that is, is I understand Charlotte's, I guess, not hatred, but just like jealousy, jealousy and displeasure for uh, Jackie. And it's not even the jealousy. I understand how interacting with somebody who's always happy and everything is great is exhausting mm -hmm. oh extremely like, so i can understand why she's like i can't deal with jackie right now or anymore today but like you said it's just done in this cartoonish fashion it well just... and in con in such condescension on her behalf too yeah. she she's so condescending about jackie's whole life and it's like okay but She's done amazing things. Fuck off about that situation just because you aren't happy with how you like how your life is turning out, which is stupid, by the way. She has a wonderful husband and two loving children. And she's a fucking electrical engineer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a really particular type of movie that is the is the jealousy trope. And then eventually they come to like love the life that they have or whatever. Right. Right. But all of those movies do it better than this. Mm -hmm. Thinking of even just specifically about other Christmas movies that do this, like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation or or even, um, is, it, is it Daddy's Home? Is that the Will Ferrell, uh, Mark Wahlberg one? Something it's Daddy something. It doesn't really matter. But the point is they do it. They do it better. The uh, Christmas with the Kringles does it better. There is a way to approach it that doesn't make you just annoyed that the characters exist. And this fails at it every single turn. And my frustration with this movie, movies like it that want to be the next Christmas movie that everybody loves and watches every Christmas is that you are, you are completely misunderstanding the genre. If you don't do one of two things, either take the tropes and figure out a way to rehash them. 
that makes people interested in it. An example being Elf, right? It's basically if you took the misfit Elf's like life and then instead of him being a dentist, he's a human. And instead of going to the island of misfit toys, he goes to New York City. But it's essentially the Elf from Rudolph. That's all it is. But they've changed enough around about it that it's exciting and interesting to watch. Or you take it and you do something completely different. Part of the reason Love Actually is such a hit, or was at the time, was because it was the first popularized movie to do this snippets into people's lives that are connected in a way that you wouldn't predict. If you're not going to do that with the Christmas genre, nobody cares. I have about 20 movies that I like to watch every year. And (laughs) then something like this, I I feel like I wasted my time. Well, you I think you hit a really important point there is with a lot of the holidays, whether it's Christmas or for me, Halloween, there are specific movies that I watch every single year. Mm-hmm. And to get your way into that is pretty difficult. Yeah. And so you have to be good. Yeah. Well, you also, it seems like they were trying to do every trope in the in the book, right? The, the harried parents who are trying to give their kids the best Christmas they could give them. The, right. Um, spouses who've grown apart but still love each other and need to find a way back to each other. The is Santa real? The yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> the the zany antics of of trying to spend time with people that you don't normally spend time with. They tried to do all of them and did none of them justice. Right, because there are plenty of movies where they you know have that moment where they need to come back to each other and everything and they just didn't do it well although i will say the is santa real i liked that part i liked their little trying to discover if santa's real and her constant uh digging into it she amused me she was uh by she i assume you mean jacqueline's daughter yeah jackie's daughter yeah matrix yeah uh yeah she was one of the few things i did not hate about this movie yeah Uh, because they took the is santa real thing and they they didn't do anything new. The idea of like, let's find evidence mm-hmm. to prove it is not new. But the idea of let's take a genius level person and have them actually put together graphs and statistics and all that was interesting. Um, however, massive plot hole there is if your daughter's 10 and just got accepted into Harvard, mm-hmm. how in the world is she still believing in Santa? If she can Google and she can make graphs, which she did right. for her presentation. That girl is more than capable of just looking up on the internet, is Santa real? Right. And finding out, no, in fact, sorry for any of you believers. Um, <laughs> it, yeah, it's just endless. It's it's like when they're at the pageant rehearsal, which in and of itself is crazy, because who the fuck does a pageant outside when you can get that much snow. Yeah, that was the other conflict I had is if you can have, it looks like several feet of snow. Mm-hmm. Why are you planning to do anything outside? Right. And then she just leaves her husband and kids there and is, is thinks she's going to not be noticed, not shopping in town and is going to go back to their house and be able to snoop around. That doesn't even make any sense. How did she get there? Did she walk? And then... When when he comes in, uh, the husband, what's his name? Jacqueline's husband. Um, Val. Val. 
and immediately assumes she's a burglar, even though you can very clearly see that it is a petite blonde woman. Well, he had to turn the light off and he kicked her with the light off. Right. So yeah. the light was on and he could see <laughs> the woman that has been staying in his house for a couple of days. Right. And then he turned the light off and kicked her, which... As someone who has a little bit of experience in martial arts, you don't just stand back up from one of those kicks. Like she got full on like jump kicked in the stomach to the point where she got knocked on her ass. That's some broken rib shit. And she's just like, oh, no, it's fine. And stands back up. I'm like, bitch, I could tell you it ain't. Right. I, I, I feel like every time I think about a moment in this movie, it gets more and more absurd <laughs> to think that this could possibly be real. I'm sorry. You're, you're not John Hughes. You suck. I'm sorry. You're never going to live up to that man. Just quit. Quit. Home Alone and Home Alone 2 are the only movies that really matter. <laughs> <laughs> they are really the only Christmas movies that matter to me. Yeah. I got my list, man. I've got my whole list. Those are on it for sure. Yeah. I mean, there are other ones that I enjoy, but those are the ones where I'm like, Yes. I will say, (laughs) I don't hate Home Alone 3. There's one line in it that makes me laugh really hard every single time. And it's because the old neighbor has been caught by the bad guys and they've been like holding her in the garage. And he's like trying to get him to let her go inside. And he goes, she's very old and very cold. And it makes me laugh every fucking time. That movie has a young Scarlett Johansson. It does indeed. I don't think I've seen Home Alone 3, honestly. is not great, but it's certainly no Home Alone 4. Oh, and, yeah. No, uh, we don't talk that. about Home Alone 4. Home Alone 3 is not as good as 1 and 2. It obviously does not have Macaulay Culkin in it. Yeah. But the kid is cute and the, they change up the premise. Like yeah. he's homesick and is fighting off, fighting off the, the bad guys mm. for like a week. Yeah, he has chicken pox. Yeah. They aren't just like normal crooks. They... They're international crooks. They hid something in a toy car. Yeah, a microchip thing in a toy car. And it got switched up with the older lady's luggage when she was coming home. And so she gave him the toy car because, like, what the fuck is she going to do with it? Okay. It's fine. There are some funny parts, but it's no Marvin Harry. And that's, that's the key element. The only way I would watch another Home Alone movie... Is if three things happen. One, Macaulay <laughs> Culkin is the dad now. And that, so that's the justification to bring back as many of the other family members yeah. as possible. Because they're all squatting in his house. Yeah. God, that shit would be funny. And he'd be like, get out of my house. Right? <laughs> um, number two, Marvin and Harry have to come back. They've just been released because finally, finally, after however many years. The wet bandits. The wet bandits have been released. And three... And this is, again, non-negotiable, is it has to be that somehow he still gets not like left at the airport. <laughs> like, he still ends up in the wrong place. I don't know how, but it'll, and then it will pan to Catherine O'Hara, who's just like, I've had enough of this. <laughs> Instead of, Catherine, you are an adult. I am no longer in charge. I am not doing this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just goes home. That uh, he gets left at the airport and he's like, fuck it. I yeah. I have my own house now. I'm an adult. There you go, Hollywood. I gave you that one for free. <laughs> the movie I have to watch every year, on top of the normal ones, like 
you know, the Santa Claus movies and all that. Oh, I do love the Santa Claus. Jingle All the Way with mm. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I have not watched that one in a really long time and I've been itching to, but uh, I think it's going to have to happen this year because it hasn't happened for a few years now. It's usually Muppet Christmas Carol for me. Uh, that's a must. A must. I've already listened to the soundtrack all the way through three times this year. I'm pretty mad about that movie, but Pappy loves it so it does get played multiple times around this time of year it's true we have played the uh muppet christmas carol drinking game with pappy multiple times i don't i didn't know there's a drinking game it's one we made up essentially well, i mean I'm, i assumed every time michael kane makes sad michael kane face it's well no we, the one we came up with was every time gonzo breaks the fourth wall mm. oh that happens a lot yep mm-hmm. um and then every time that bunny shows up poor bunny (laughs) poor bunny and then i think it's every time he says humbug Mm. he does a really good humbug yeah you got it like he came into that movie and said i'm gonna be acting with a bunch of muppets but i'm I'm gonna act the shit out of this like i'm gonna win an oscar for it (laughs) i'm gonna pretend (laughs) that these aren't muppets (laughs) he's like he was delivering note for note he was like i'm the best actor that's ever been am i surrounded (laughs) by puppets yes i am but uh it doesn't matter i'm living my best life it's not my favorite muppet movie but i do love it it is my favorite muppet movie treasure island for me i get it i get the treasure island thing and it's a it's a close second but there's something about this movie that i can't i'm addicted to it i love it i didn't grow up watching the muppets so i just don't have that same oh i grew up with the muppets Mm -hmm. we should probably talk about this damn movie i know as much as i don't want to as much as i'm actually enjoying this conversation right (laughs) oh my god all right let's let's talk about something that i hated less brandy's song moments what are your thoughts what are your feelings they seemed kind of out of nowhere yes i was gonna say they seem forced yeah yeah awkward as fuck and like in that way that you've you've got that one family member that just thinks that everybody wants to listen to them sing and nobody does and then they're really obnoxious about it. It yeah. was like that. It was like that. Like her yeah. voice is still amazing. Oh yeah. It's gorgeous, but like performance awkward as fuck. Yeah. It also like they were doing the nativity scene. Like why the fuck is she Where singing did she find at the a PA and a mic? She she just was in the fucking hot air balloon. Not before that. When they were doing their rehearsal. When they were doing the rehearsal. Oh. Uh, they're out in one of those outdoor gazebo kind of like I don't even know band shell like yeah, I, places yeah. and there's nowhere to suggest that they have a place to hook that up yeah your inner techie is and she, showing well and she just randomly has a guitar there are no other musical instruments around but there's a guitar <laughs> yeah what is this movie I'll say it once I'll say it a thousand times it doesn't make sense <laughs> It feels like this movie was just, hey, if we put Brandy and like a few other recognizable names in a Christmas movie, we can ride it out, right? And that was the end of the thought process. Yeah, it really did. Well, I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of people like us who were fooled. Yeah. I just wonder how long it took people who didn't have an obligation to talk about this movie because they committed to it (laughs) to quit watching. Yeah, yeah. I I was literally like sitting in my bed. Watching this movie, be going, uh huh, yeah, 
It's like, I could be watching Muppet Christmas Carol right now. <laughs> I could be watching you, Haka Show. Come on. <laughs> and it is what I watched afterwards. I was like, fuck this. I'm doing anime. I went Great British Bake Off. Fair enough. I am watching the entire season now. I, I, I've learned I don't like the episodic nature of it. I want to know sure. it. I'm, I'm, I got to binge it. So, um, I also have not watched this season for basically that reason. I'm so fucking excited. They're cuties. They're little cuties. Anyway, I I literally get way too emotional about that show. Like anytime Paul Hollywood has the audacity to say mean things to the contestants, I'm like, you leave my babies alone. They didn't do anything to you except for bake you a bad cake with a <laughs> soggy bottom. But that doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyway. How do we feel about the fact that Jacqueline's son is actually dead? That got really shoehorned in there. Yeah, it really did. That's the big reveal, right? So Mm -hmm. the whole thing is Charlotte is convinced that Jackie has a deep secret and she's, she's searching through everything. One of the things she finds is a letter from her husband and she's like, what is this? And it just turns out that he's been writing family Christmas letters and sending them out to people every year. And like swore her friends and family to secrecy because she's such a grumposaurus about it. Once again, it's a fucking Christmas card. Well, also, there were a lot. Yeah, you've been doing lot. it for a while. Like there were at least 10 on the table. So for 10 years, everyone was just like, I'm not, I'm going to put that in my junk drawer anytime she comes over. Like, what? Well, and it would just be easier to say, Rob, her husband, to just to go, hey, I know you don't like this, but I really like doing it. So I'm going to do it if you're not totally upset about it. You don't have to be a part of it. You legitimately never have to read it, but I'm going to do it. Yeah. And that's the end of it. Right. I like our family. I want to share our family's news. Right. Well, and, and if he explained it to her the way he explained it to her at, in the movie, then I'm sure she would have just been like, fine, no, whatever, do whatever you got to do. Like, <laughs> it's I just don't understand her giant, like, I don't love those things, but I wouldn't, it wouldn't shape my ass if somebody was like, I wrote a Christmas card and it's about you. I don't fucking care. I'm fairly certain my mother still sends Christmas cards out. And then she's like, Danny's doing this. And I'm like, I'm not impressive at all, but sure. I I mean, I don't really get many uh, Christmas letters. I get the little like postcards. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't care. I get like, it's a weird thing to get obsessed about. Yes. It's a weird thing to be upset about, right? Like, and I guess our generation doesn't so much do the Christmas card thing. Christmas letter thing. Christmas right. cards, fine, whatever. You know, you take a cute picture and everything. I don't do it, but I am single no. and live alone. That would be a picture of me and my demon cat. Right. Well, the part of the reason to like put those out, unless you're doing them for fun to kind of like be like, look at me and my three cats, right? Or whatever <laughs> it is. It is to show the kids growing up. Yeah. Especially to family members who don't get to see them very often. It's a nice thing that they can put on their fridge. Yeah. It's not a big deal. It's certainly not a big enough deal for her to lose her goddamn mind over. No, Mm-mm. not at all. I realize the like thought process behind it is that you've been communicating with Jackie, mm-hmm. and that freaks me out. I get that, but at the same time, like again, she is a happily married woman, and look to who she's married at. Right? Do you really think she wants your vanilla Joe? Right. No. 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 She she's wants got... the man who fresh squeezes her orange juice. Correct. 
end Don't up we all? watching him squeeze that. <laughs> so did Charlotte. Yeah. Okay, but I want to talk about, we, we talked a little bit early on that we thought that potentially this was going to turn into a swinger situation. Uh, how fucking rude was it that moment where he's like, you know, do you find me attractive? And she's like, uh, yes. And then he's like, see, it's just two people can find each other attractive and it's fine. It's, it's not Nothing a big deal. Nothing has to come from it. And then she's like, do you find me attractive? And he's like, no. <laughs> I know. Like, you lie. like, rude. Lie. God damn, bro. You could have just been like, sure, you're nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. Oh my god. And and the thing is, you're talking about her like she's the ugliest thing. <laughs> she's like a she's pretty, arguably a gorgeous woman, right? Like it's Heather Graham. I mean, right? If he had said, "Oh, well, I only have eyes for my wife," totally Fine. valid answer. Valid. But like to be no, <laughs> just nah, bitch, you ugly. <laughs> well, you couldn't find one nice thing to say. Mm-hmm. Just pick one. It could be something as simple as, "Yes, I like your hair." You know, it could be like... Or yes, you have beautiful eyes. Yeah. To be fair, she looked deranged. Whatever they did to her hair was not great. She also had crazy eyes on the entire movie. Yes! What was that? It was constantly like... (laughs) (laughs) You're a lot. If y'all could see the face that Wiggles just made. (laughs) Think of like a gremlin or a goblin. (laughs) I am both of those. But with a human face. (laughs) Okay, but we we didn't actually answer Danny's question of what we thought about the fact that Jackie's uh, son is actually has actually passed away. I thought it was sad and whatnot, but they didn't really give us an emotional tie to him. No, no. I think they were trying to make the hot air balloon the emotional tie, but it's you should have given us a flashback or mm-hmm. something to show us who this child is. Otherwise, it's just this amorphous thing. Like, th- he's not even in, in pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they don't put any pictures of him whatsoever. So who is this kid, right? I, I don't even have a tangible understanding of what his age is because apparently his sister's a goddamn genius. So he can be making plans for this hot air balloon and he could be, you know, six years old. Who knows? I don't. Well, and like, they legitimately believed that he was gone in africa i believe doing Mm -hmm. outreach work or something and the reason that they believed that is because she put that in the christmas letter thing but Mm -hmm. she was actually talking about his like memorial foundation so that would imply that he is like 18 you would think yeah i don't know or at least 16 like some but definitely a teenager yeah he would have to be old enough to probably be out of the house i would think yeah. Or she legitimately knows so little about her friend that she has no idea how old her son was. I don't know. But I don't know. Because but- she seemed to com- be completely surprised. All the information she was getting about her, her, her quote unquote friend was coming from this fucking Christmas letter. Yeah. Well, and then and then you get a glimpse into his room and it's. A, child. a kid's it's a child's room i was actually very surprised by the child's room because i was expecting like an 18 year old you mm-hmm. know and while you would still have some remnants of childhood in your room because you just i don't know about you maybe i'm a pack rat but i didn't just make everything from my childhood disappear in, in my room as i grew up you know there was some things that are nostalgia based that stayed but it wouldn't have looked like a child's room if he was like 18 right again it doesn't make any sense the other part of it that i think is interesting is 
usually when things like that are are happening, there's a token of that person's memory. Right. In some way, shape, or form that people cling to. And the closest thing we get is her sort of like having this necklace that she pulls out when she's like, oh, Charlotte, you don't know. And that's it. That's the only reference we get. There, There's no pictures of him in the house. That's what freaks me out. There's literally no pictures of him every, anywhere. Because I kept expecting like you'd see a picture of him doing some outreach work or something. Or any picture of him anywhere, but every picture, he's not in there. You would not just eradicate him from your pictures in your house. Right. And his room is locked. And I kind of would understand that if this was a couple that this was their only child or something like right. that, that it's, but they have a daughter. How confusing would that be to remove all of the pictures of your brother mm-hmm. to then lock every ounce of things he's touched away into his room and not let you have access to it. I yeah. think the That's other some traumatizing shit. Yeah. I think the other thing that I found really confusing is Brandy is the only, sorry, Jackie, played by Brandy, is the only one who ever talks about him or has that moment. Mm-hmm. Val, the dad, there's never a moment with him. He, right. The only thing he does is say Merry Christmas, Daniel, when the when the balloon goes overhead. Yeah. But that's the only indication that, you know, he has a son at all towards him. And that's weird to me. Yes. The big miss in my mind is there's never anything with Beatrix. Yes. Yeah. Because this would be the second Christmas without her brother and the first one that they from well, I'm gathering that they are really celebrating. Well, and you would think I I get she's she's a 10-year-old genius, right? So oh, that's fine, but she still believes in Santa. If she still believes in Santa, you would assume that they would have to have that conversation with her that Santa can't bring Daniel back. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they don't. Well, like, and you would think, you know, they're going everywhere to try to prove that Santa is real or not. Why wouldn't that come up in some way in that? Right. There's no mention of my older brother does this or right. did this. Right. Like mm-hmm. nothing. It It's like he didn't exist. Yeah. It creeps me out. I I hate everything about that. I'm like, I you would not just eradicate him from your life. And it, it does become especially hard around the holidays when you've lost somebody and it's still fairly fresh. Even if it's not fresh, there's still going to be a moment during the holiday that you usually have a, a moment because you, especially during the holidays, think of your family specifically. I still have moments thinking about my grandpa and he has been gone. Since I was 21, there's always going to be, I think, a little bit of that. I still think about my grandparents and I lost them both before I was 10. So agreed entirely. Here's the other thing that I find incredibly confusing is, so we know that, um, oh, I forgot his name again, uh, Jackie's husband. Val. 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 Yes. We know that Val's mother has died. Because mm-hmm, of the mm-hmm. dollhouse incident. But where are the other grandparents? Yeah, big question. All Are all of them dead? What? Uh, or or do, they, do neither of them have siblings? Were they only children? Right? Like, why do they not have their own family that they want to have come by? If I remember correctly, when they're talking about the dollhouse, Val mentions his sister. So, you know what I mean? And, like, these people have the money to travel anywhere. Right. 
Why are they even home for Christmas? Right. Or why haven't they flown their family to them? Right. Yeah. And and then there's the the angel who's also works used to work at uh, at Jackie's company, um, Rose. Rose, yeah, she makes the comment that Jackie likes to have people around her this time of year. Why are these people who really haven't been in their lives? The only people around then. I don't think she actually makes the comment that Jackie likes to have people around her this time of year. I think she said that Jackie likes to entertain. She likes to have people around. And she said, I'm so glad you're here, especially this time of year. Mm. Nonetheless, it does. Meaning's pretty much yeah. the same. I mean, it still doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Mm-mm. Again. Yeah, why wouldn't his sister be there or, you know, or they be uh, even a hint of a plan to see them around that time period or even friends? Like if you're not close with your family, which it doesn't seem like, at least from Val, it seems like he was very close to his family. Mm -hmm. If you don't have family around you, you still usually plan something with friends. And the only thing they have planned is the Christmas present. Yeah. But they know people in town. And see, here's the thing. Once again... You, you can solve this problem by thinking through your own plot. If the plot is this freak storm happened while they're traveling and that's how they end up at their house, well, not only can they not leave, but n- maybe their travel plans were for that day, right? So right, now yeah. they're stuck in town too, right? Like you can do this. You can make this plot viable if you just actually think it through. Did this suffer from the writer's strike or what? What the fuck was going on in this writer's room that this was acceptable? Well, and why didn't they have, if everybody in town knows each other, I would have expected them to have had a Christmas party at their beautiful, magical right. house. Right. And, and that would have seemed very heavily involved in the community. Especially, right. wouldn't you want a rap party with your the this like big nativity thing that you've created, especially if you love hosting that much? Mm-hmm. Right. And that would have been a perfect vehicle for Charlotte to go be snooping around. Correct. Yeah. It, there's a lot of this that doesn't make sense thank you once again for rewrite corner with wiggles (laughs) every day i genuinely don't think that i should be writing scripts but i do think they need someone like me on the majority of these movies to just be like that don't make no sense that's what are you doing i think about that all the time when we watch tv shows mostly the thing that gets me and my husband are props Mm -hmm. just be like that is not a logical item to have in this scene. Why is that there? <laughs> or why is that not there? <laughs> like, who who did this? Right? The thing that makes me mad is people got paid for this. People got paid for this. Absolute garbage heap. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there are people out here who are creating amazing things that get no money for anything. And I, it's in the injustice of the world. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you guys think of the ending, though? fine i mean it's fine i don't hate that they you know come together and be closer together my only thing is is okay so they bought the dream house right yeah charlotte decides to buy the dream house as like this big spontaneous present for rob which is a terrible idea but oh yeah absolutely Danny. Uh-huh. and it's it's a junker house but he's he's obsessed with it he wants to build it up because is he in construction i think that's that's what we got out of it yeah yeah so they bought the dream house, fine. They make it seem like they now live in the same town. That dream house was nowhere near, and they drove all fucking day to get to this town. Right. So oh, the and math ain't mathing. 
And also, how the fuck do you close on a house in a day? You don't. You don't. Exactly. Especially not right before the fucking holidays. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely don't. And then they also make it sound like, so the kids are all taking karate with Val now. Right. They don't live in the same fucking town and they live, it's not like they live in the next town over. Yeah. Nothing made sense in this movie. <laughs> ah! Even um, like, okay, okay, okay. Even the fucking timeline doesn't make sense because the amount of times they change clothes and I'm thinking, oh, it's the next day. And then that little ticket comes up that says three days till Christmas or whatever. So yeah. that means that all everything that happened before was day four before Christmas. Yeah. And how many sets of clothes did they wear? Right. And it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Well, the thing that bothered me was the fucking hot air balloon because... So the whole plot there is Jackie is used to own an aviation company, mm-hmm. sold mm-hmm. it, and then wants to build this hot air balloon for Daniel, her son who passed away, and then she's going to light up a nativity star on it. So as the na- the nativity pageant is happening, the star flies over and voila. But it has to be solar powered so that it can be energy conscious and, and environmentally conscious. Which would be cool, just saying. But But I'm like, in my brain, right, I go, and that doesn't already exist? Why is this an invention? I think, I would assume the only reason it's an invention is because nobody's applied solar energy to it before, but it can't be that complicated. They made it seem like- we can have solar cars. Yeah. Yeah. They made it seem like the most complicated thing, and they continued to have issues with it, even though Rose, who was a mechanic at the aviation company, is still running into all these electrical issues that Charlotte fixed in a grand total of like 30 minutes. With her with her uh, polarized snack mittens. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That doesn't make no sense. <laughs> I don't know a lot about science, and I will admit biology and chemistry were not my best subjects but i know that that don't make no sense also sense they closed on the house that close to christmas and she lost her job the house wouldn't have closed she lost her income right well also like the whole thing with her job made zero fucking sense to what are what are what are, what are we doing here? What are I, what was the goal? The Roomba vacuums were starting on fire. Like if you had to reduce this movie down yeah. to <laughs> the core of what it is, what was it trying to achieve? I don't, I don't fucking know. know. I, I will either. say her job title is actually a real job title. A reliability engineer is an actual is actually a real job. Yes, and That's I true. do know that. It's just it didn't make sense in this aspect. Oh, and then the hot air balloon managed to magically hook the Santa sleigh mm-hmm. on the uh, ladder. Yeah. And whatever other dangling thing. And, and it managed to hold it for the distance they went. And also hold her weight. Yes. Yeah. And Charlotte and Jackie were both like, you know what? This is an okay idea for you to climb down from the hot air balloon and sit in the Santa sleigh, which is not secured in any way, shape, or form. This is the dumbest idea i've ever seen it's terrifying <laughs> this bitch couldn't die <laughs> she should have <laughs> she should have and then she threw the creepy monkey down to her son and i was like that bitch go kill her son <laughs> and it lands perfectly in his arms yeah. yeah while she's trying to hide the fact that she's her and not santa i don't know man i, I just feel like i have been 
injured by this <laughs> movie and I deserve compensation. <laughs> you cannot in the same like genre create something like the Santa Claus. Yeah. That's so well thought out. The mechanics are thought out, why things work, even if it if it's a little nonsensical and and childish. It's still okay because that's the world that was established, mm-hmm. right? And then create this, which should not have to, you should not have to overthink, how did this come to pass? Why would this happen? It should just happen. I love the Santa Claus. It's a good movie. Yeah. Santa Claus is one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time. And I actually like the second one too. The second one's decent. Again, too fast of a timeline. Don't be committing yourselves to each other when you only know each other for a few days. But yeah, true. I refuse to watch the TV show. It just looks terrible. I, I, I tried. I tried. I made it about 15 minutes in. It was like, nope, can't. Thank you for taking that bullet for us. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. you're welcome. Uh, I'm not I'm not interested in any that don't have Bernard in them. <laughs> Full stop. Same. Bernard. Same. No. I always had the hots for Bernard. Didn't we all have yeah. a moment? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Anyway. He's still good looking. Yeah, anyway. he is. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Do you He's remember the show, show Numbers? Yes. I do. He was good in that. He was good in that. Anyway. <laughs> so, I don't know about you guys, but that's about all I have to say about this movie. Yeah. I, yeah. I was not a fan. Nope. This is not going to be a new Wiggles Family Classic. So, with that in mind, I guess let's get into ratings. I don't know how... You could give this much of a rating, but what do y'all think about the spice? I have to give it a 0. 0.5 because they do have the like banging headboard. That's true. Thing. There's a lot of talk of sex. Yeah. There's there's jokes. Moving furniture. Yes. yes. Was the Moving gag. furniture. Yeah. So it gets a 0. 0.5 simply because there was some sort of thing. Not much. It was comical. I there guess. was there was like a, a joke about Jackie and Val making out at the Christmas tree farm. So I agree mm-hmm. with a point five. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. I'll 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 agree with that. I can't okay. give it zero because they actually did make a joke about it's it. It's true. Stuff. It's not pure as the driven snow, but it's sure trying to be. <laughs> um, all right. Romans. Fuck if I know, man. Like the only romance is Charlotte and Rob kind of getting to a better place in their marriage yeah i'm gonna give it a 0.5 i kind of liked when they rebuilt the the dollhouse together i was gonna give it a one so i'm gonna give it a one (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm gonna give it a one but i want to point out we didn't really talk about their kids very much because they were not thinking about their kids very much. Oh, no. no. Like, the big thing is them hunting down fake Santa and the creepy monkey. So also, like, it, not good romance. Also, not good family movie. No. No. At all. No. So with that, your overall? One. You know, this was a journey. <laughs> the beginning-ish of this movie, I was like, it could get its way up to a three. You know, like a 2.5 to a 3. And then we hit the ending and I was like, go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) And so I think I'm at a like a 1.5. Yeah, I think that's what we're going to stick with. This was wildly disappointing. It is a (laughs) 1. 
I got nothing good. I will be 100% honest. I got bored in the middle of this movie and I started playing Civ on my Switch. <laughs> so that's the reason maybe my rating is a little higher. <laughs> I was playing Disney Oh, I did. That's, that's why I started playing video games on my Switch. Okay. The cut from the broken dollhouse to yeah. out. Where the fuck were they? They were by some random lake. Is that on their property? I don't know. But that's where the two of them make up. Where are you? <laughs> that was the moment where I was like, I can't watch this anymore. But I have to. I guess that brings us to recommendations. And I can't say if you liked this movie, go watch these other movies. So maybe what are better versions of this movie? I have many. Wiggles listed all of them earlier. List them again. I'm not even going to give my own. You've done it. Just say all of them again. (laughs) Go. Okay. Home Alone. Home Alone 2. Elf. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Uh, I'm going to add in one, The Family Stone. And then let's also make sure we've got The Grinch in there because just... Why not? Because it's the fucking Grinch. You yeah. guys are you're just listening to good holiday movies. Yeah. I was going to say better versions of this movie, oh. but okay. You also said Christmas with the Kringles, I think. Before. She did say Christmas with the Kringles. Yeah, that's another one. What's the one with uh, Vince Vaughn and uh, and Reese Witherspoon? Two Christmases? Four Christmases? I seen, Something like that. I think that. it's four Christmases. Four Christmases. Better version of this. Flip the tube. I'm pretty sure it's from that movie, right? Anyway, you know, just literally watch anything else. Watch yeah. anything else. <laughs> Go watch some uh, this holiday season. If you want some Christmas cheer, there are a million better movies. There just are. I whoever was in charge of this movie was either just planning to coast on it being a Christmas movie, or was on some shit. Watch anything else. That's my recommendation. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, if you liked this episode of us bashing this movie, you can find us out at the socials at Wrong Dust Jackets on Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, Facebook, uh, YouTube, or you can visit our website at wrongdustjackets.com. Check out our blog. I'm trying to add to it about once a week. Be sure to rate and leave some comments. We love to hear back from you. And even if your rating isn't five stars out of five stars, though it should be, we'd still love to hear from you. What can we do better? What would you like us to to review? Probably not this movie. With that said, goodbye. Bye. (laughs) Bye-bye now. Thank you.